Hey, thanks for listening to Tebs Talks, the premier useless podcast. Don't forget to give it a like, give it a share, and follow the podcast to hear more episodes. Hey, what is up, everybody? It is Tebs Talks, the premier useless podcast with your host, Jason Tebs. That's me. Um, today, my wife binged the entirety of Haunting of Bly Manor, which is like the, in, not entirely the same universe, but the same creative realm, I guess, as the haunting of hill house which i thought the haunting of hill house was really great i think it was a fantastic show it had just enough scare uh just enough of a cool story to like keep you interacted with it but i don't do well with scary things so it wasn't scary enough where i wasn't like sleeping that night so we watched haunting of Bly manor well mostly my wife i was entertaining the kid throughout the day and kind of wrapped up in some other stuff throughout the day uh but she binge watched it all day today it's only nine nine episodes on netflix the longest episodes about an hour so you know you can binge it if you have a whole entire day dedicated to it so i picked up most of it and this is going to be my little bit of a review of haunting of Bly manor uh straight out the gate if you want me to give a recommendation yes i would recommend it um it's, it's a good show do I think it was as good as Haunting of Hill House? Mm, I don't know. I, I think I was more invested in Haunting of Hill House just because I, I had watched more of it. I wasn't as distracted when we watched it. Um, I'm pretty sure my wife was pregnant, so I didn't have a kid running around when we watched Haunting of Hill House. Um, so I was I was more distracted this, this time around watching Haunting of Bly Manor. She was definitely more involved. So that is something where I will admit straight out the gate that I was at points distracted. So I don't didn't pick up on everything. I didn't see every single little bit of it. So there there are bits and pieces that I was missing. But I saw enough of it where I feel confident I could give it a review. A pretty good in-depth review. And yeah, I, I definitely would recommend it. It it is again one of those things where it's it's scary enough to like kind of keep you invested in what's going on and the mystery behind it all and make you a little worried about what's coming around the corner but this one i would say is even less scary than the haunting of hill house so if you can handle the haunting of hill house you'll definitely be able to handle haunting of bly manor um and i feel like i'll be able to sleep very comfortably tonight like there might be that little unease but Definitely, I think Haunting of Bly Manor is not as scary as Haunting of Hill House. So, the premise of Haunting of Bly Manor. And this isn't a review of Haunting of Hill House. Um, so, if, if you want to see a review or watch that, you know, that's completely separate. But Haunting of Bly Manor is essentially this lady. It starts off, uh, this lady's at, lady is at a wedding and they're telling ghost stories. And she's like, oh, hey, I've got... A ghost story but it's very very long um and if you know if you care to listen here i go so she's telling this story while at a wedding and the wedding uh not the wedding the story takes place um in the 80s the late 80s and it's this au pair is the word essentially a live-in nanny that goes to live at Bly Manor and 
help out with these two young kids. Flora, who's age 7 or 8, and Miles, who's age 10. And this live-in nanny um, essentially starts to realize, like, things aren't quite normal at Bly Manor. And eventually you understand the tangle web that is Bly Manor. Same like Haunting of Hill House where it's like this house has a whole history past. Um, so does Bly Manor. So Bly Manor has a very colorful history past uh, with ghosts. And essentially just kind of spirits, I would say, stuck in purgatory. Or their own purgatory. That are able to interact with the living to some degree. So, slowly but surely, you come to learn how each character is more or less wrapped up with these hauntings. Um, But... Whereas Haunting of Hill House was, you know, darker and scarier, this one, uh, I think is a little more uplifting, not uplifting, but again, it's, it's not as scary. Like this one has a little more of a lovely, or there's, there's, there's love at the basis of all of it, right? I guess that was the same for Haunting of Hill House, but... Like, love is the basis for a lot of the decisions and what's going on and the motives of both the living and the dead. Um, so it's it's very interesting. The one thing about Haunting of Bly Manor is the timeline jumps around a lot. And that is so the answers can slowly be rolled out to the viewer But the downside is it really does get very confusing as to what exactly your timeline is and what are you viewing that's reality versus a dream versus, like, the present, the past. And that doesn't fully get resolved until, like, the end. Well, not the end, but the last, I would say, three episodes is where you kind of get enough answers through going out these timelines and revisiting these dreams over and over again where you kind of understand, oh, that's the character processing this. That's that character processing that. They're revisiting this. Again, Haunting of Hill House had the same thing where it kind of bounced forward, backward. What does this character remember? What's present day? What's past? What does that character remember? So it bounces around. But I think it's a lot easier to understand Haunting of Hill House, like what timeline you're in or what time period you're looking at. Because the characters are obviously like their older selves or younger selves. Um, Where Bly Manor, it's like they're revisiting a memory and revisiting a memory. Um, And just kind of the the subtle differences that are happening there. I guess I should have started off like there are going to be minor spoilers to Haunting of Bly Manor. Um... But at the very end of it all, okay, this this is this is a huge spoiler kind of for the end. So if you don't want like a huge spoiler kind of for the end, uh, you know, skip ahead a little bit. 
at the very end of the at the very end of it all it does end in sort of a like happy way in a sense like though though the main character like died and went and returned to the lake and the gardener is kind of alone and just longing for her love like it's it's definitely a happier ending than haunting of hill house which is why i was saying like this one's a little more a little more bright and a little um, more upbeat than haunting of hill house okay spoilers are done spoilers are done um but what would i what would i rate this out of 10 like if i had to or what I, what would i rate it out of, no yeah we'll just do out of 10 i would rate haunting of bly manor okay with my rating systems i say if five is just like an average show like five is the average i would say haunting of bly manor again five is like your average show so it's a bell curve, right? Nothing's getting tens, nothing's getting zeros or ones. Um, the the vast majority of things are right around that five zone. I'm gonna give um, Haunting of Bly Manor. I would say I'm I'm definitely gonna land it between five five and six. Um, just that upper echelon of average. It, it was a good show. I, you know, I would say like. I would say Haunting of Bly Manor is maybe a 5-9, and Haunting of Hill House was maybe a 6-3, and part of that might be because I got distracted in some points, and because I got distracted and had to come back, I didn't quite know where I was, like, if I was viewing a reality, or if I was viewing a, a dream sequence, so maybe my wife would give um, a, a better and a different review, but me personally... 5.9, definitely kind of that upper side of average. Um, and and that might be low, you know. It, it's kind of hard. You feel like, oh, 5.9, that's so low. But statistically speaking, right, that's where most shows are going to land in that range. But I wouldn't say it's above a 6.3. And I'm going to put, you know, Haunting of Hill House maybe a 6.3 to a 6.5. Um like, it, it was good. Again, if I watched the whole thing and thinking back on it, you know, I might push the scores up, but I've already said the scores enough. Um, I, I would definitely 100% recommend it. And I'm trying to think of other things around it to be like, oh, maybe I, I jumped the gun on that score a little bit. But, you know, nothing. nothing's very, very few things are landing up in the 8s, 9s, 10s. Uh, and it's definitely above average. Like it's, it's, it's a good show. Would a hundred percent recommend it. So Haunting of Bly Manor, it's on Netflix. If you have a whole entire day, you can binge it throughout a whole entire day. Um, that's what my wife and I did, but definitely good enough where it's like, you can space it out as well. Um, my favorite moment, moment from haunting a blind manor uh, i don't know if i would have per se a favorite moment i'm trying to think of all the different things that happened i think um the whole thing with like the origins of the lady of the lake were very interesting 
I would I would say that, and that starts off like the whole like she's the whole reason for Bly Manor. Oh, I guess I should have said big spoiler right there. Um, but that whole origin was very interesting and figuring like realizing all that and understanding all that and understanding her motives and why she does what she does. Um, I, I think was the most interesting part, which is good. Like the origin story is the most interesting part of it all. So definitely would recommend now that I'm rethinking, thinking it, you know, six, three haunting of Hill house. We'll go with that. Um, and I will catch you in the next episode of Teb Socks. Have a good one. Oh, real quick. Uh, follow me on Twitter, uh, at Pummelhead. Buy my book, Five Keepers Moonbrook. And, uh, yeah, peace.